Gracious and holy God, we ask your blessing on these words of scripture as we seek to open ourselves to your word, to your living word, to your word made new among us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The scripture reading from Luke chapter 2, verse 17, after the birth, speaking to the shepherds, speaking of the shepherds, when they, the shepherds, saw it, they made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Have you ever been haunted by a poem? I have. Ever since I heard it a great many years ago, Alfred Lord Tennyson's Flower in a Crannied Wall. The message goes like this. The poem begins, Flower in the crannied wall. I pluck you out of the crannies. I hold you here, root in all, in my hand. Little flower. But if I could understand what you are, root and all and all in all, I should know what God and man is. That poem haunts me, the sense of wondering about it. And then I stop and look at it again and I think, wait a minute, really? The only way you could understand the flower was to pluck it out and kill it? I'm haunted by that image. But then I come to think maybe Tennyson is on the right track because that, that tendency to pluck out uh, is, is part about the world we live in. We pluck things, we grab things, we dissect them and analyze them, buy them and use them and own them and manipulate them and distance ourselves and objectify them and use them up and throw them away. And then we miss the point altogether. The point in our world is not to pluck things out. The point is to step back and look with a sense of wonder, to let the wonder encounter us, and if it happens, to let it overwhelm us. This Advent season, I have been inviting uh, the congregation to consider some non-traditional, perhaps, spiritual practices, practices, practices like simply looking and listening, rejoicing, and today to think about just how important it is that we behold something with a sense of wonder. I love hearing Handel's Hallelujah Chorus. It rises to that magnificent crescendo and then, and then there's silence before it completes. That silence is, is taken from the image in the book of Revelation where it's an image in heaven and, and in heaven there's God and in the presence of God there's this overwhelming joy and so there's this cacophony of voices singing and praising God continually and then the book of Revelation says there's silence in heaven for a half an hour. Well, how could there be silence 
in the presence of God. There's got to be so much joy, so much, so much overwhelming joy. The only way there could be silence is if God has left heaven and come down on earth. And then that's where the joy is. That's where the singing is. There's silence in heaven for a half an hour. It leaves room for wonder. It leaves room for wonder. God with us is what we celebrate on Christmas. And if we really receive this with wonder, then we ask God with us where, when, here, now? Opening ourselves through the eyes of wonder helps us prepare ourselves to truly see when God is there. Advent is a spiritual practice best celebrated with a sense of wonder. So I ask you, what brings you a sense of wonder? What is it that you behold and, and truly you have to step back because there is this sense of amazement? I think those stories need to be pondered and held and thought about again and again. One of the Christmas time stories I still am moved by is that one from World War I. They made the movie out of it, uh, Joyeux Noel, uh, about the time on Christmas Eve when the soldiers on the two sides in the trenches, they came out, they started singing Silent Night, which wasn't that old of a song at that time. They started singing Silent Night and then slowly one by one they came out and greeted each other in the middle. They sang songs together, they shook hands. Just for a moment, just for a moment. That's a moment that there's so much truth in that that's more important than the war. There was something that they saw, that flower in a crannied wall. You can't explain that event, you can't pluck it out, you can't dissect it. You can simply hold it in your heart and wonder and say the world truly can be different in the presence of God. The dictionary defines wonder as a feeling of surprise, astonishment, amazement, awe, admiration. Something that happens when we encounter the unexpected, the unfamiliar, the inexplicable, the beautiful. What is it that brings you to a sense of wonder? Think about it, meditate on it, puzzle over it. Be curious about it. Be profoundly grateful about it. These feelings are not something that can be analyzed and done away with, but rather they are there as signs of God, of God's love for us. Theologian Mark Klein Taylor talks about wonder as admiration, in particular in relationship to other people. Uh, that, that, that truly when we look at them, we, we come out of ourselves and, and we behold, as, as Klein Taylor says, the alterity, the radical alterity of the other. I love that phrase. The radical alterity of the other, the otherness of that person before us. Who is it that you've taken time with to truly look in their face and behold them with a sense of wonder? 
then I think we're ready to perhaps take the next step, which is allowing ourselves to recognize that God has created us with a sense of wonder. And maybe we stop being so afraid. And maybe we stop being so competitive. And maybe we stop living so much inside of ourselves when we say there's a wonder that needs to be shared from us. Wonder. That flower in a crannied wall with slender roots that grow in an impossible situation and mysteriously cling and draw sustenance seemingly almost out of the, the solid rock itself. How does it do that? There's something beautiful and unique in that. But how often does God do that in the world? That God finds a way to bring a sense of life and newness and the unexpected. And if we stop and look, we come to understand what Christmas is about. Wonder at the baby Jesus in the major, born in a barn. We make it sound comfy and cozy. It was not. Let's be honest, when you weigh seven or eight pounds, an ox is terrifying, a goat is not endearing, and don't even get me started on the geese. The baby born in a barn, in a manger, in a feed trough, it's total vulnerability. A flower in a crannied wall, an image of God incarnate. The vulnerability of a babe in a manger that speaks of God. There is no rational explanation. There is only an understanding through the eyes of wonder. A truth that is beyond all theory, but nevertheless speaks of God's love for each and every one of us. Maybe it's the stories of vulnerability that help us to wonder at what the baby Jesus means. I mean, wonder in the sense of truly beholding it with a sense of amazement and awe. I think of that song in Christmas time, I wonder as I wander. And as I wander around to different churches, I behold them with a sense of awe when I see the faithfulness of the people there. I come to this marvelous kirk in the hills and I hold with a sense of wonder the work that you do here. I hold with a sense of wonder the mission projects that you do, the gifts that you give to these people far beyond our community, and I wonder where will those gifts touch a heart? I mean, all of them are, appreciate them and, 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 and you know, their lives benefit from them, but, but there's going to be someone out there whose heart is truly changed from what you do and the love you share. I think about the children singing songs in the different choirs that we hear, and I think not just about the songs that they'll sing today, but I think about how long and when will the beauty and depth of those songs touch them in ways that maybe 50 years from now they're singing that song and it shapes them. I think about the word we share in proclaiming the gospel here in Bible studies, in church, in, in, in talking with one another, and I think, what, 
What word of God will come to someone in their darkest hour and be the light that guides them out of that sense of hopelessness into a new day? I hold you with a sense of wonder as I see the flowers and the crannied wall that, that are there among your mission, your work, your life together. And I say of these things, remember. In this Advent season, stop and wonder. Make the connection of that small, vulnerable thing with the wonder of all wonders, the God of love who brings us the glory of heaven incarnate here on earth. They stop singing in heaven because we sing here on earth and just for that moment we see something of the profound love of God that has become incarnate among us. And if that becomes incarnate among us and as we hold that in our hearts, then we will not be overcome by walls of stone. As long as we have this image in our hearts, the God of love who comes to us in a manger, then that rock hard world is a place where we can live truly with a sense of hope and trust and love because we have received that. This Christmas, hold in your heart in wonder the image of the baby in the manger. Hold it in your mind and your heart and hold it with a sense of wonder to see the otherness of God that has become with us so that we can see and hear that wonder and be amazed. And to say, we will remember. We will remember in all times and places that love that God has given to us. We will remember and live with a sense of awe, amazement, and gratitude in the wonder of wonders given to us in Jesus Christ. Amen.